This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. I've been very alarmed about what's going on in our school. You are now teaching, training our children to be social justice warriors and to loathe our country and our history. Uh, growing up in Mao's China, all this seemed very familiar. The uh, communist regime used the same critical theory to divide people. The only difference is they use class instead of race. During the Cultural Revolution, I witnessed students and teachers that can turn against each other. We changed school names to be politically correct. Um, we were taught to denounce our heritage. The Red Guards destroy anything that is not communist. Old uh, statues, books, and anything else. <clears throat> we are also encouraged to report on each other, just like the uh, Student Equity Ambassador Program and the Bias Reporting System. This is indeed the American version of the Chinese communist, the Chinese Cultural Revolution. The critical race theory has its roots in cultural Marxism. It should have no place in our schools. Here, Scott here from Woke Society is here with episode number 54. Trump is vindicated again. G7 summit slash Geneva will set future events and impending U.S. military defeat. I don't know, but I will explain my case for why that could be the case going forward. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this is your boy here, Scott, live streaming on the best live streaming platform built uh, by Patriots for Patriots, the Foxhole.app. What is going on, Foxhole family? And, of course, we're also on DLive, we're on Twitch, we're on Rumble. We're not on Odyssey today, cannot get that set up, but it's okay. We're also on WokeSociety.tv on Roku. We all over the internet, ladies and gentlemen. We all over the internet, and we taking this bitch over. So great to see everybody here. We have a packed full episode, as we always do. And I just wanted to say you all look so lovely in that Foxhole chat. I got to say, guys, and I'm not trying to ignore everyone over on DLive, I promise. I love you guys, too. It's just there is a party over on the other side. It's just the way it is. I hate DLive. I hate Twitch. You guys know this and all this good stuff. What is your email for uh, for tip videos? I don't. What does that mean, Donna D? I have my email if you want. I can put it in the chat for you. I don't know what tip videos. I don't know what those are. <laughs> Hold on. But I just dropped my email in the DLive chat for you. So there you go. There you go. So how is everyone feeling today? It is not Taco Thursday. You guys are to get a day for Taco Tuesday. We went over boobs and ass yesterday and so many other things. But today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about China. We're going to be talking about Russia. And we're going to be talking about the, the absolute clown show 
that has been the G7 summit uh, since Biden has, since he's gone over to uh, the UK or to England. <laughs> he's absolutely, he's just embarrassed himself, and we're going to get into all that right now. So great to see everybody here. Great, great numbers already. People piling in. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me every single weekday and on Saturdays. We have so much to go over, and I hope you all are feeling good because we have a lot to feel good about, and we have to enjoy these victories while we can, especially after we've been proven right after right, right so many times, especially at the, the past year that we had to go through a COVID with the elections. We have a lot to go over, guys, so let's not waste a moment here. We're going to jump right into the news blitz, and we're going to do that right now. Okay, first thing up. For anybody out there that does not have, uh, that, that unfortunately needs um, insulin, the prices are going back up. And we talked about this back in January, and there is no good logical reason for this, but it's official now. From the Gateway Pundit, the White House this week gave Bi uh, President Biden the green light to move forward with removing a Trump-era health care policy designed to bring down the price of insulin. And also, the measure signed off on under the previous um, administration December aims to require some 340B community health centers to deliver savings to low-income patients for insulin and epinephrine in a bid to bring down unaffordable prices. So for anyone out there that was enjoying those low prices to get these super expensive drugs that were on discount under the Trump admin, that is no longer the case right now. And the thing is, they reached out to the White House for any comment on this to uh, Fox Business here, and they said, not today. We have no comment for you because how can anyone sit there and explain to, um, to anybody saying we're going to increase your prices, especially after everything we just went through with COVID, after people were ravaged by this uh, this pandemic, and here we go. I don't get it. It's not a good look. But again, this is clown world that we are living in. Let's go to over to the Gateway Pundit again here. Out of JBS, this was the meat manufacturer that was, that was hacked. I put that in quotes, hacked um, last week. The world's largest meat supplier, and we're seeing a trend here, they paid also the ransom in $11 million in what, guys? Bitcoin. Again, JBA, uh, JBS USA Holdings Incorporated paid $11 million in ransom to cyber criminals who last week temporarily knocked out plants that process roughly one-fifth of the nation's meat supply. The company's chief executive said the ransom payment in Bitcoin was made to shield JBS meat, meat plants from further disruption to limit the potential impact on restaurants, grocery stores, and farmers that rely on JBS, and I highly doubt that is the case. Guys, we're seeing a trend here. We saw oil get attacked on Colonial Pipeline. What do the people want? The hackers want? They wanted Bitcoin. JBS gets attacked. That is the meat industry. We have oil and meat industry taken down. And what do they want in payment? From? They, they wanted the payment of Bitcoin as well. Are you guys seeing a trend here? Because I certainly am, and I don't trust this for anything. And the FBI seems to be all over this, and I can't help but think they are just as part of this as well. And if you guys, this is just some, this is some sad, pathetic news, but it's not surprising by any means. From Axios, half of the pandemic's unemployment money may have been stolen. All that COVID money of the government's imprinting and just destroying us with, criminals may have stolen as much as half of the unemployment benefits um, from the U.S. they've been pumping out over the last year. And why does this matter? Unemployment fraud during this pandemic could easily reach $400 billion, according to some estimates. And the bulk of that money likely ended up in the hands of foreign crime syndicates. And I'm sure, I'm sure this was a, a another thing that um, wasn't meant to happen, but it just kind of happened. And they're just going to go along with this, acting like this was not the uh, overall plan in the beginning. 
So to catch up, when the pandemic hit, states weren't prepared for the unprecedented wave on employment. I got laid off too. First time I've ever been laid off from any job. And by the numbers, Blake Hall, CEO of ID.me, a service that tries to prevent this kind of fraud, tells Axios that America has lost more than $400 billion um, in claims. And as much as 50% of all that money might have been stolen. Guys, I can't sit here and tell you that we, we were ready for this. I don't know. Trump wasn't ready for this. He knew where it came from. But as far as the fallout um, among jobs, businesses, it was an absolute train wreck. And now you have to deal with the uh, with the side effects of what this is. And unemployment is absolutely getting destroyed. Not a good look. But either way, the other thing that we're seeing here that you guys have been quite I've been quietly trying to follow here. Biden is out here trying to close down Gitmo. I wonder why that would be. This is from Zero Hedge. Biden launches plan to close Gitmo quietly after Obama tried and failed. And despite long being part of the Democrats agenda, especially under Obama, closing America's most controversial post 9-11 detention facility at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba has remained elusive, especially given the question of what to do with these high security risk prisoners housed there. You got terrorists. You got some of the worst of the worst there. But now NBC is reporting that President Biden has quietly initiated efforts to pick up where Obama left off in pursuing its permanent closure. But this time, using an under-the-radar approach to minimize political blowback ahead of the 20th anniversary of the September 11 attacks. Guys, it's pretty damn obvious of why uh, Joe Biden is out here carrying out um, Obama's uh, third term here, as, as it's been blatantly said by himself as well. Why? I wonder why they're trying to close down Gitmo, guys. Give me some reasons in the chat because maybe, maybe, just maybe, this is where these crooks might end up at some point. We are hoping, but we, we, we will have to see. But either way, Biden's trying to close it down because his, who knows, maybe his ass and Obama's ass will end up in there one day along next to George Soros, but we shall have to see. So while, uh, while, while this is all going on, Joe Biden out here is making a fool out of himself. And as we saw this just yesterday, here's a clip saying how global warming is the greatest threat facing America. Here it is. And this, we must all commit to an ambitious climate action. If we're going to prevent the worst impacts of climate change, limiting global warning, warming to no more than 1.5 degrees Celsius, lead the global, the global transition to clean energy technology. You know, when I went over in the tank in the Pentagon, when I first was elected vice president with President Obama, the military sat us down to let us know what the greatest threats facing America were, the greatest physical threats. This is not a joke. You know what the Joint Chiefs told us the greatest threat facing America was? Global warming. <laughs> because there'll be significant population movements, fights over land, millions of people leaving places because they're literally sinking below the sea in Indonesia. Oh, Indonesia. That's 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 where it's happening, right? That's what we're supposed to believe. So in response to this clown, even Trump put out a statement saying this. Biden just said that he was told by the Joint Chiefs of Staff that climate change is our greatest threat. If that is the case and they actually said this, he ought to immediately fire the Joint Chiefs of Staff for being incompetent. The thing is, guys, I highly doubt they said this. Maybe the woke people over at the Pentagon, maybe they did say this. Nothing surprises me now, but they're trying to push the climate change agenda because COVID's coming to an end. So we're going to have to see where this goes. But the weird thing is, guys, I was watching this video with Joe Biden out um, in the UK here. These soldiers have no no name badges. They don't even have their rank on them. And as far as I know, um, for any military out there, if, they, if you're going to do an event like this, isn't it standard um, regulation that you have to have uh, your name and your rank on your, on your uniform, especially... 
if you're going to an event like this with a with a president or a leader of the country, I don't know. It seems very weird. So I always ask these questions. But there was something else that Biden said when he got to this entire event. He actually said he forgot that he was president. And this is no joke. Here's the clip right here. Sleepy Joe Biden, who has no clue what the hell he's doing. I keep forgetting I'm president. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. How come on? That was one of the first things this ass clown said when he got up there. I sometimes I forget I'm president, and everyone kind of just awkwardly laughed. I can't imagine how cringeworthy that had to have been in there. I could not have imagined. But this is where we are at right now. And this is the thing, too, guys. As all this stuff is coming out, the guy is going out on the world stage now. This next week, and this is going to be the main event for tonight, talking about what is to come and what what I think is going to be happening. Um, but we keep getting these mixed messages about what he wants to do with masks, vaccines, all this stuff. This is in the last refuge. Joe Obama administration will not require vaccination for federal employees in the workplace, nor should any federal department ask about vaccination status. But So he is not requiring his own staff to do this. Um, any federal employee to do this, but you know what's going on to regular people like you and me? The ones that end up working for private companies or corporations, they're doing it, and we're, there is no, there is, there is literally nothing you can do about it unless you either leave your job, because OSHA came out, as I reported last week, that if you put in claims for vaccinations uh, due to COVID, they don't want to hear it. It's off the table. It's all on you. You got to deal with the uh, ramifications of whatever they put in your body. More nonsense. And with the vaccines, guys, I talked about it yesterday. The Moderna now asked FDA to expand emergency use of COVID-19 vaccine to include kids ages 12 to 17, which would make it the second shot approved for children. Ladies and gentlemen, I am hearing the things that are happening to people all over this country as far as side effects. And it's increasing. It's messing with women's ovaries. It's causing blood clots. Now they want to inject children at the age of 12. And we're talking, guys, right when puberty starts with these kids. We have no idea if this is going to make the, if it's going to sterilize them, if this is going to give these kids blood clots. And the problem is that I have with all this, they are a point. 1% chance, uh, 1% of any of the COVID deaths that have happened, which is basically saying it is almost impossible for any kid to, to get sick and die from this. But yet we are rushing so fast to get kids vaccinated as well, guys. There is something much more nefarious coming with these vaccines. And I hope to God we are all wrong about what I think it could happen. It's going to be hard to watch because some people in my family got it. But either way. Um, if, if you know anybody that got, that gets their kids vaxxed with this stuff, guys, I, I just don't know what to say. I don't even know if you should say anything to them at this point. Let's go over to Arizona as we come to almost to a close. The news blitz today from Gateway Pundit, Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers will escort Virginia State Senator Amanda Chase at the Arizona Audit Center. And that was confirmed today. She was walking around with Wendy Rogers. Um, the tour happened. And again, guys, just add another state to the list that wants to replicate the blueprint of what's going down in Arizona. It is going down and it's going down hard, guys. Get excited. We have a lot to talk about here in the main event, and I hope you guys are ready. That is today's News Blitz. Okay. So much stuff, guys. So much stuff to cover. Oh, my goodness. How's everyone feeling out there? Let me know where you're all from in the chats, guys. I see the chats blowing up. I love seeing you guys just as excited as I am here. And let me pull up what's going and see what's going down with the gold pills. 
Thank you guys for dropping the gold pills. And we are at Shasta's Ma with a can, two cans. Heather July with a can. Tom Ford dropping 217 gold pills. That's because Obama st- uh, still pulling the strings. He absolutely is, Tom Ford. He is the puppet master um, for the Joe Biden admin. Spin Do Joe with the phone. Love your pod. Thanks, my friend. And Foster J. Uh, 37 with a can. John Henny, 37. Thank you so much, my friend. Let's get those gold pills flowing, ladies and gentlemen. We got a show to do. The best way to donate right now is through the uh, gold pill system over on Foxhole, guys. You can also drop um, cash app donations, which my mods are dropping the links to right now. You guys can do that. I get 100% of those proceeds. Send a message in so I can do a super chat, just like anything else here. And also, you guys over on DLive, thank you so much for any of the lemons and any donations that you guys send in. I shit on DLive a lot because they absolutely deserve it, but you guys are throwing those out. I really appreciate it. And Maggie May, also the Shades, love the Blitz. Thank you. And freaking nuts with the can and Q&A holes. Great to see you, my friend, uh, with the can. Another great channel on Foxhole. And Brandy with a B with the can. Thank you so much. And we got Kiwi Crochet Girl. She's she's from New Zealand? What? Holy shit, you got, you're far away. I don't even, it's probably the next day over there. Um, and Mama Bear 65 with a cookie. You guys are crushing it with the gold pills. So what I'm going to show you guys here to get the patriotic juices flowing, to get you amped up for the, re- for the rest of this show, we are go- I'm going to play a video that Dan Scavino shared. This was out of New York. Shockingly, I really believe New York has more patriots than what we are to believe besides New York City. So the Islanders, they play at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. This is where this is headed. It's a great venue. I've seen Muse there a couple of times. Barclays is amazing and an awesome venue. The Islanders are playing, um, the New York Islanders are playing, um, I think, Boston. So if you guys know anything about sports, New York and Boston, it's always a heated rivalry. Um, Yankee have gone to so many Yankee games, it's a a mess. But the pre-show... Of what happened when they sang the anthem, guys, it was something special to behold. Let me just pull this up here, and this is going to lead us right into right into the intro. Let me just see here real quick. Pull it up. There we go. All right, guys, I hope you all are ready because I'm ready to get into the show, and this is going to jack you all up. It's going to give you the chills, I promise. And also, you guys are dropping cans and phones like crazy as one. Thank you, my friend, and Trump one. Thanks, Scott, keeping up the great work. We are going to do it. And Tracy Lee, 55. Get some more gold pills. Yes, get those gold pills, guys. I'm going to play this video. It's going to get those Patriot juices flowing, and you're going to feel the chills. I will see you on the other side of this, guys. Take a watch. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting tonight's colors is the New York State University Police. And now, please join Nicole Revive as we sing together our national anthem. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed?
Thoughts for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fall, stay woke. Open up your eyes and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through project looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Well, society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. So they're on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow. Oh, how do you guys like that one? Didn't that give you all goosebumps? It gave me goosebumps. Oh my goodness gracious. Some people were saying, oh, the NHL is woke. NHL is woke. Anyway, it wasn't about that, guys. It was not about that. It was about our hearing our, star, our, our anthem sung at full force. The woman stopped singing because the, the crowd was just blasting it themselves. She put the mic down. She was just like, you guys can take it all. And it was just an amazing scene. I really do believe there's a ton of patriots out there that still love this country, even in states that uh, uh that just uh, that we don't think are so red or just care about this country at all. Sir, Sir Giles, my man, great to see you over here from DLive on Fox. I knew you've been over here for a while. Thanks for all you do. Blessings to you, Mama Little and uh, Little Man and Woke 2.0. Keep up the great work. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. All right, guys, I'm ready to jump into this. You guys ready to roast Fauci a little bit? Because then we're going to get into how Trump's been vindicated and also what is to come with what I think could possibly be a military defeat, a U.S. military defeat. And this was not my original thought. And I'm going to give credit to uh, to the guy that uh, that originally implanted this thought in my head because I really believe um, we are, we are going to be on the cusp of some really great times and some really really bad times. We always have to have a balance of the two. Um, whenever there's really bad, there's always really good as well. So we're going to be seeing a lot of this, but let's jump into this first because this made me laugh my butt off. From townhall.com, I saw this clip going around last night after the show, and I knew as soon as I heard it, I got to show this. Fauci got really upset, and he is making his rounds right now on mainstream media as much as he can because I can promise you guys after this whole entire thing's done, when they do another investigation to Wuhan, Fauci is going to retire. He is going to disappear. He's going to become a ghost. He's going to say, I had enough. I had enough to do this last year. It's too much. I need to hang on my family. I can't do this anymore. Listen to Fauci talk about how people are attacking him and attacking him for, quote, the science. Now you're at the focal point. What is your level of concern that we're going to discredit public health officials to the point of, you know, look at Russia. They actually have a good vaccine. And none of their citizens will take it because they don't trust their own government. Right. It's very dangerous, Chuck, because a lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. Because all of the things that I have spoken about consistently from the very beginning have been fundamentally based on science. Sometimes those things were inconvenient truths for people and there was pushback against me. So if you are trying to, you know, get at me as a public health official and a scientist, you're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science. And anybody that looks (laughs) at what's going on 
clearly sees that. You have to be asleep not to see that. That is what's going on. Science and the truth are being attacked. Oh, my Lord. That the, This last five seconds. That is what's going on. Science and the truth are being attacked. Anthony Fauci will be single-handedly the man that will destroy the word science forever in this country. And it will be something that it will be saying to, to our dying last breath, ladies and gentlemen. Trust this science. It's going to be with us for years to come. And we're going to know exactly what time that this was referring to. COVID-19, the man that lied to the entire country for an entire year, the man that lied about AIDS and HIV, the man that lied about cures, not cures, but things that would significantly help COVID patients who are suffering from breathing problems, which we're going to see in a moment. But this cut comes out here and says it is taxing on him and his and his clown virologist community that not just here in the United States, but out in China, other countries, science got exposed. The bad science got exposed. And he is upset that people are not going with him anymore. The time is coming for these people, guys, and the genie is out of the bottle. This is what I'm saying. There is very good things to be excited about because with the end of COVID, as this starts to wane off, as far as the uh, the mask, the mandates, they, they cannot. It's going to be extremely hard for these people to put us in a box again. And I can tell you right now, we ain't going another box after this. Not after this. And you want to talk about trust in the American people and people and you know and bureaucrats. Like uh, Fauci here, because he is not a scientist. He's a piece of shit human being, trash, garbage human being. And now he's getting upset. And this is how you know the fall is coming. The fall is coming for this man. And it's going to be glorious when he hits the floor, because we are going to be there celebrating when he hits it. Look at this number here from the Gateway Pundit. More bad news for megalomaniac Tony Fauci. Over 70% of Americans believe it's at least somewhat likely COVID was created in a lab. And this number has gone up since Trump's been out of office significantly. And was this the plan all along? I don't, I don't know. We're going to cover that in a little bit later. So for over a year, the Chinese regime, U.S. medical elites and the fake news have pushed the narrative that Wuhan virus spread from bats to humans, and Dr. Fauci ran with this talking point. We all saw him do it. But despite the efforts by Dr. Fauci and the fake news, a huge majority of Americans now believe that the coronavirus was created in a laboratory. Over 70%, and that was um, reported by Richard Barris, somebody that I trust here as far as a pollster, one of the few and the best pollsters for, for um, elections and polling in general. He's a math whiz, super smart, and he's a patriot on top of it. Polled 70% of Americans believe this. Now, that also tells me that a huge chunk of Americans also do not trust this rat Fauci anymore, which is a good thing because it's funny how he says people are asleep. People are asleep. No, no, not anymore. A big majority of Americans now are awake to the games and the nonsense, and you added yourself when those emails came out. It was the final nail in the coffin, as I guess you could say, when your gain-of-function uh, gain research came out and you were trying to cover up. It wasn't even about COVID. It was about continuing this line of work that him and these virologists are doing, not just in China, but also in the United States. And, and our country is just as responsible for it, just as responsible, because they're trying to hide shit too. It's not just China. And this all has to come out. It all has to come out because this clown helped fund it all. And the thing is, he doesn't know why people are upset. And he's out here throwing his weight around saying, these attacks, they're taxing on me and science. Was this the shot heard around the world? 
I don't know. We can ask Mad Cow here, though. Anytime I can make fun of this clown, I'm going to take it. So we just took a chance there. So this is what we are seeing here. And he's upset that Americans are upset with Fauci now. Why are you attacking me? You're attacking just not me, but you're attacking science. Really? Well, what about this? I want you guys to see this. This study came out recently, within the last couple days. Studies show as hydroxychloroquine and zinc treatments increase coronavirus survival rate by almost three times. Three times. A new study shows that uh, the hydroxychloroquine touted by former uh, President Donald Trump increased the survival rate of severely ill coronavirus patients. We knew this. We knew this, guys. This, to me, is almost not old news anymore. It is old news to me because we were talking about this over a year ago. The observational study published by MedRxIV found the anti-malarial drug hydroxychloroquine along with zinc could increase the coronavirus survival rate by as much as nearly 200% if distributed. At higher doses to ventilated patients with a severe version of the illness, we found that when the cumulative doses of two drugs, HCQ and AZM, were above a certain level, patients had a survival rate 2.9 times of other patients, the study's conclusion states. And you want to know what this tells me, ladies and gentlemen? Fauci knew about hydroxychloroquine. That came out last year that he knew this was a drug that could possibly help. He used it in many other cases with other diseases. But what happened when Trump said it? This is what happened. It's bad. Anyone that says it on social media, ban them. Anyone on YouTube, ban them. They're not doctors. They're spreading disinformation. They're spreading misinformation. Those Nazi terrorists, you disgusting Nazi terrorists trying to kill people. Well, we got our, well, we got this, this savage pandemic going on. And this doctor, guys, we saw guys, doctors from across countries in Mexico, um, out in Africa, India, saying we are carrying thousands of people, helping them get through the, through the Rona with HCQ and, 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 um, and AZM here. This was going on, and doctors were screaming to the rooftops in this country that also they were doing this, and they were losing their license over it, and they were, getting their, they were losing their livelihood over it. Why would they do that? You want to know what it is, guys? This is why I don't like the entire thing with Trump with the vaccines. If HCQ was mass distributed to the people when they needed it, one, remember about the ventilators. Ventilators, they found out, were blowing people's lungs out. It was actually making things worse for people that were suffering from the breathing problems. I remember how you're in New York. Cuomo was, was crushing, crushing Trump in his, in, his, in his live streams that he was doing, his pressers that he was doing every day, saying, we need ventilators. Trump gave him ventilators. And know what they did? They sat and then they threw them in a, in a fucking, in the ocean outside of New York City because they didn't have anywhere else to put them and it was killing people. And number two, if HCQ was allowed to be out and mass produced and given to the people that needed it in the nursing homes that they all died, all these places in the hospitals that people were dying, guess what we wouldn't have needed? We wouldn't have needed this vaccine. The vaccines, the three, the three different ones, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. Do you see how this all works? This is why I don't like Trump coming out and touting for credit to get the, the, he got the vaccines out. I don't like it one bit. It disgusts me, to be completely honest. And I'm not Trump bashing by any means. I can promise you guys that. I'm definitely not Trump bashing. 
but the man ain't perfect. And this is something we got to hold him account for because it plays right into this game. And Fauci knows this. He did know this. And on top of it, he killed this killed more people and it probably would have saved God knows how many lives. How many lives would that have, would that have saved? We don't even know. We don't even know. Brandy with a B with a can. Thank you, Mom Bear. This thanks, Scott, with a cookie. As one with a phone. Trump one with a cookie. Thanks, Scott. Keep up the great work. Sir Giles again. Thanks for all you do. And I just want to make sure these are new. Thank you, my friend. Putsy Boo with a can and 2A Freedom Rider with the shades. Always enjoy your show, brother. Thank you, guys. Keep the gold pills rolling through. And I will call you guys out, send messages with them, and all of that good stuff. But, guys, this is the game that's being played. This is the game that's being played. And Trump, this is what Dan Scavino tweeted. Trump was right about this. He was right about this, and he actually took it himself. He told he told everybody he took it himself, and this is what we have now. This is what we have now. Hold on, guys. Little man just barged in. There you go, buddy. This is what we are dealing with. And you know what's funny? This is probably Trump today as well. And this is what he was doing. He's definitely laughing about this, and absolutely rightfully so. But it's not just that today. It's not just the hydroxychloroquine. And this is the thing, Trump, you got to give Trump uh, credit where he, when, he, when he deserved it. We all knew this was the case. He was definitely right about this, and he got absolutely destroyed in the media by it. But this came out today from Zero Hedge. Yet another media tale, Trump tear gas protesters for a church photo op collapses. And this was dispelled literally just today. And for more than a year, it's been, it's been consecrated media fact that former President Trump and his White House on June 1st of last year directed the U.S. Park Police to use tear gas against peaceful Lafayette Park protesters. Guys, we all remember this. This was the summer of love. This is when BLM and Antifa were burning down Democrat cities all over the place, burning down black-owned businesses, burning down everything in the name of anti-fascism. And against the likes of Trump and MAGA and all the supporters. And what did we find out? We saw headlines from everywhere, from NPR to the New York Times to CNN, devoting so many segments and time and articles to this. ABC News even reported that the administration asked the police to clear peaceful pro- uh, protesters for the photo op. We all remember this, but what does this have to do with right now? So all this came crashing down their heads Wednesday afternoon. The Independent Inspector General of the Interior Department, Mark Lee Greenblatt, issued his office's, fi- uh, office's findings after a long investigation into the actions of the U.S. Park Police to disperse protesters in and around Lafayette Park in Washington, D.C. on June 1st, 2020. Greenblatt has been around Washington for a long time, occupying numerous key positions in the Obama admin, including investigative counsel of the Department of Justice, Office of Inspector General and Assistant Inspector General. He's got a long resume, especially in the Obama um, administrations, both of them. And what did he find? The IG's conclusion could not be clear. The media narrative was false from start to finish. Namely, he said, the evidence did not support a finding that the U.S. Park Police cleared the park on June 1st, 2020, so that the President Trump could enter the park. Instead, exactly as Hemingway's widely mocked by liberal outlets article reported, the evidence, what it really showed that the USPP cleared the park to allow a contractor to safely install anti-scale fencing in response to destruction of federal property and injury to officers that occurred on May 30th, which were caused by Antifa and BLM on May 30th and the 31st. 
Crucially, the evidence established that relevant USPP officials had made those decisions, had begun implementing the operational plan several hours before they knew of a potential presidential visit to the park, which occurred later that day. This stuff was all planned out already, and Trump said all this. It was so they could build fencing to stop these people, these these anarchists, these scumbag, trash, garbage people from coming in and trying to light the place on fire, especially the church. And that was what was reported by the IG, who was a big-time Obama administrator. And it's out now. Just like what's going on with the insurrection, just like we saw with hydroxychloroquine, and you guys just name the list of things that Trump was talking about and was getting destroyed, guys. This, is not, this was stuff that we were talking about last year, guys, and we knew what was going on. And now we're here June 10th, 2021, and now all of a sudden the record's getting straight. Because you want to know what this is coming to, guys. They thought we were all going to crawl back into our holes, go back into our houses after we got our election stolen, clearly got it stolen, and we were just going to let MAGA go to the wayside, but it ain't going away. It ain't going away, and these people cannot keep lying forever. They're trying to. They're absolutely trying to, and they will continue to, but it's going to come back at them eventually. It's just going to take a little time. And Trump, of course, Trump, he had to respond to it today. He says, now that I've been totally exonerated in the um, Mueller witch hunt with a charge of no collusion, I have often wondered if a fake investigation is illegally started based on information provided and paid for by the DNC, shouldn't they be held accountable? This week, I've been totally exonerated by the Inspector General clearing of Lafayette Park, despite early reports that it was done for political purposes, and also have been totally exonerated in Congress by the former, uh, by the testimony of former White House lawyer Dom McGahn. It came, it went, it was a big nothing burger. Nothing burgers for everybody once again, but fear not, the radical left country-destroying illegal witch hunts continue, and I will win those too. And I hope he does. I really do. I hope we keep getting these wins, but we're going to have to see what happens because we have so much to be paying attention to, especially starting next week with this G7 summit, which has already started between Biden and Boris Johnson. But the big showdown, guys, I believe is going to be when Putin and Joe Biden meet in Geneva. And this is why I keep talking about it. I talked about this yesterday. This is going to be super important. I want you guys to see the context around this of why Putin is going to eat Joe's lunch because there is a lot of history here. A lot of history between Joe Biden and Putin and the Obama administration and everything that happened in the last four years with Donald Trump. And this is from Zero Hedge. This is getting spicy, as it should be. Let me just go over here real quick to make sure I haven't missed anything here. Jabby, uh, let's see, Jabby Salty Nuts, my last pills of the day. Keep up the excellent work, brother, and share within with the shades. Thank you so, so much. This is what we have here. The Biden admin was supposed to signal return of the adults to the room. Remember, that was the that was the Dem mainstream narrative. Trump's out. Big Daddy Trump's out. He tweets mean things. Let's get adults back in the room, get a real politician there. Apparently, Joe Biden's the man for that. No more bullying Trump, telling NATO it's useless, ripping up international climate treaties, and threatening to remove Trump's from the middle uh, troops from the Middle East and beyond. Then Biden blurted out on a television interview, and this is what I was saying before. He, bought, he uh, blurted out that President Putin was a killer with no soul. That was just this past summer. Then U.S. Secretary of State of Blinken discovered the hard way that his Chinese counterparts were in no mood to be lectured on international rules-based uh, based order that is routinely flouted by Washington. Guys, I just talked about this yesterday. 
these two clowns got, are going to get their, their lunch eaten again, as we saw with Blinken out in China get absolutely destroyed. It's going to be a rough 10 days for President Biden, just as news breaks that under the Obama uh, Biden admin, the U.S. was routinely and illegally spying on its European allies. He was preparing to meet those same allies first at the G7 summit in England on June 11th and 13th, and then on the June 14th NATO. They were spying on these people years ago, and now Biden's going to have to come in there and pretend like everything's okay, no big deal. And he's going to go in there with some some uh, some plan that Anthony Blinken's come up. But make no mistake, Joe Biden is up to his eyeballs in this scandal. Ed Snowden tweeted late last month when news broke that the U.S. teamed up with Danes to spy in the rest of Europe that Biden is well prepared to answer for this when he soon visit, uh, visits Europe since, of course, he will deeply... He was deeply involved in the scandal the first time around, and Russia has been routine, or routinely accused without evidence of malign conduct and interference in, in, in internal U.S. affairs. But it turns out that the country actually doing the spying and meddling was the U.S. all along and against its own allies. Surely this irony is not lost on Putin. Putin knows this, guys. Putin knows what, what's he knows he's going to have everything ready to go. He's going to have everything ready to go. He's going to greet uh, Joe Biden with a smile, and he's going to take him to task. And it's going to be glorious, and I hope to God, I hope to God this is live streamed. Because if it's live streamed, and I'm going to be around, the baby's not here yet, I'm going to play it on here because it has to be watched. So you got some weird things going on around this. And this is why I'm saying, guys, this is going to set the stage, I think, for future events very, very soon. And the direction of... Other countries, how we're going to be treated. Other countries doing things to other countries that are international, that are outside the United States. I believe it's going to set the stage from here on out. Now, Joe Biden here, usually when they have these summits, it's president with president, mano a mano, and that's it. But that's not the case with Joe Biden. Blinken, this is from Zero Hedge, Blinken props up Biden European charade for the new Cold War. And this is the sad part. President Joe Biden's worldview is so disconnected from reality that it's going to prove difficult mentally for him to consistently and coherently make the case over a series of summits in the next week. That's why he has more youthful Secretary of State Anthony Blinken tagging along when Biden meets G7 uh, leaders in England, following by a NATO summit. And after all that, Blinken is to participate, this is in quotes, in the face-to-face meeting between uh, Biden and Russian President Vladimir Putin. It's unprecedented that the U.S. Foreign Secretary should participate in what was previously billed as a one-on-one meeting between the American and Russian leaders. What this unusual arrangement suggests is that Biden is not at the task of dealing with Putin in an equal setting, guys. Biden is going to be bringing his handlers with him. And what kind of message? Do you think, do you think Putin, what do you think Putin thinks about that? He's showing up by himself. He can handle his biz easily. And you're not just going to have Biden showing up a Blinken. You guys want to see something that's even more embarrassing? This is from Buzz Patterson. He says, in my time working in the Clinton White House, not even Hillary Clinton would have contemplated this, nor would the White House photographers promote it. This is some really weird shit, people. And what is he talking about? This is a picture that Jill Biden put up today. The first lady says, prepping for the G7. Why the hell is his wife... His wife preparing for the summit when it's something that his, his her husband, Joe, should be tackling himself. Not only by himself, he's having Anthony Blinken going to be helping him and Jill, his wife, helping him as well. Do you know what kind of message this sends to the world and the world leaders? They are laughing, laughing at us. And how can you not? 
This was Joe Biden with Boris Johnson today. You want to talk about cringe? Here comes some cringe. Meet your wife. Yes, and, and they go off to do something else. They they did. Did. I told the prime minister we have something in common. We both married way above our stature. I'm not going to dissent from that one. I'm not going to disagree with the president that, or indeed on anything else. Uh, Joe Biden went and said, me and Boris, we got something in common. Basically saying they're the wives of him and Boris are way over their pay grade. And Boris literally puts his hand up. I'll play it again. Puts his hand up and says, oh, no, no, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't doing that. It looks extremely uncomfortable. And Joe Biden is laughing like a clown into the media that is taking pictures. And watch that one more time. Meet your wife. Yes, and, and they go off to do something else. They did. They told the prime minister we have something in common. We both married way above our stature. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to dissent from that one. I'm not going to disagree with the president that, or indeed on anything else. Oh, my God. This man is going to go toe-to-toe with Putin, ladies and gentlemen. Toe-to-toe with Putin. It's no surprise as to why Anthony Blinken and his wife are going to be assisting with them. So while all that's going on is if that's not enough, you know what they're going to be discussing with the G7 leaders? They're going to push the WHO for a new probe into the origins of COVID after the uh, UA backs U.S. calls for an investigation amid Wuhan lab leak cover-up claims. So think about what's going on here. Biden is supposed to be going in, putting Russia in their place. After that, the leaders are going to come together and figure out a um, a push to get WHO to go after China. You're going to have an angry Putin probably. Not It's not going to be on camera. It's going to be away from the cameras. It's going to be an embarrassment. It's going to be a clown show. And then you're going to have countries coming together to talk about how we're going to push China against the wall and find, find out the origins, which, by the way, China already said they're going to nuke us if, they, if we try to push any further. This is what I'm believe. This is why I'm saying, guys, this is going to set the stage. And I, I'm just wondering if Biden's going to get so embarrassed um, in front of the entire world, he's going to do something stupid and start a war. But this is the thing. While all this is going on, Russia's laughing at us. China's laughing, especially China. This came out from routers today, and then I thought this was insane. Do you guys hear that news about how Biden wants to, in the European Union, they want to go in together and start discharging the entire uh, world 15% corporate tax? Well, they got it approved, and the other countries signed on to it, which should tell you exactly all you need to know about what these countries are, are thinking about. Except for China. Exception to the rule G7 deal on tax triggers carve out talk. And this is what this is. I want to talk about this real quick as it's super important. And Maggie May with the phone. Thank you so much. With the foundations for a global tax deal finally laid down by the G7 officials are limbering up for a clash over exemptions. Countries want exemptions and all that ties and economic zones. All that is centered around China. So the group of seven wealthy industrialized states agreed on June 5th to support a minimum corporate tax rate of at least 15% and had to share these rights to tax the biggest companies operating across the borders. But for the official communique from G7 finance ministers made no mention of whether exceptions and, and exemptions should be made in broader talks. But now some are now reluctant to give up these tools, especially including China, which has for decades used special economic zones with low taxation to attract foreign investment, which has been central to its economic development. And another official told routers that China was against the 15 percent agreed by the G7. Of course they were. Of course they were. They want to be the top dog. 
And it goes on to say how China is not, they're going to have discussions about this, but they also want their words heard as to why they should not be taxed. And I can promise you, guys, we can see what's going on here. It's just like how AOC, the Dems, the left, they made us feel like shit because we need to do more as Americans to be part of this Green New Deal to save climate change. We donate the most to the WHO as far as funds more than any country. We We are doing way more than India and China about, you know, saving the climate. And China is out there doing absolutely nothing. Their pollution is the worst. Their climate, whatever they contribute to the climate change as far as CO2 emissions is the worst. And China's out here like, you want us to pay 15% tax, corporate tax on our largest industries and businesses? Fuck out of here with that. We ain't doing that. So while our country, because the United States is on board with this now, is getting reamed out with this, getting more and more money sucked out of us in taxes. China is out there getting stronger and bigger. Their military is getting bigger. They're going to make a move. I really feel like they're going to be making a move very, very soon. I believe it's going to be taking place after this entire summit. So, guys, this is where I want to bring the conversation because what does this all have to do with us out over here? I want you guys to watch this video. This was actually part of my Looking Glass series, the Looking Glass video that I did um, that got me on the map on YouTube a long time ago, and I want you guys to watch this interview. It's a 34-second clip, and I want you guys to listen to this, and I'm going to go through um, about seven or eight points, and I want you guys to see if you think this is lining up. Tracy Lee, thank you so much for the shades. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I want you guys to listen to this. Here we go. Basically, what we're experiencing right now is <clears throat> two master chess players sitting at the board. And one of them looks down at the board and sees that he's in checkmate in seven moves. And he looks across at his opponent, and he knows that his opponent sees it too. So there's no getting out of it. So at this point, the loser can only prolong the game. The game, both players know the game is over. Both players know the game is over. So I'm going to come back to that, ladies and gentlemen, because I have a very serious question to come back to that video. Now, I hate the word optics. I cannot stand it. I hate it. And for anybody that's out there saying, Trump did this for optics, this was the end game. There is nobody that can say that with certainty unless Trump or somebody else that is closely associated with him comes out and says that is the plan, which he will never do. Nobody can sit out there and say this is honestly the vaccine's him keeping Fauci on, us going through lockdowns for as long as we did. This was all part of the plan. We don't know that for sure because nobody knows that for sure. It's pure speculation. We can speculate, but that's that's as much as we can do. So I want to I want to show you guys these these uh, these points here, and I'm going to bring you back to uh, history here. And again, shout out shout out to the Lieutenant Colonel Breeze Dad for this one because this is a great article, and I believe it's really setting the stage of what's going to happen here and what's going to happen with our military. And it's very important. New Civil War, written by Michael Vlahos. This is going back in history a little bit. Just to give you a little bit of comparison. Um, back, in, back in 1793 in France. In 1793, the revolution was in crisis with a new French state at war with enemies foreign and domestic. 
The invading armies of Europe's kings have been thrown back, but the nation was under siege. A committee of public safety sounds a lot like the uh, the committees that big tech had made for how they're going to censor literally everything and anything from from YouTube to Patreon to Spotify to everything that we do to Facebook. It was created to protect the people against these enemy hordes. Sounds very familiar. Going further, as in France, terror as public spectacle was often whipped up and celebrated by blue ruling ruling regimes, just like we saw with COVID, as they waited further their power agenda. The internal enemy were called out as red extremists, white supremacists, and domestic terrorists. In contrast, BLM and Antifa were defenders of our democracy, right? Just like the corporations right now that are completely backing BLM and Antifa, Not as much now, but they were. I won't ever forget that picture, guys, of the National Geographic building that had a big ass. It was I think it was painted on their building with a big black fist saying BLM. And on the bottom of the bottom was barricades and boarded up windows. I will not that that picture was so powerful. But this is what this is talking about. The external enemy, the counterpart of Europe's invading ancient uh Asian regime was uh, personified by the MAGA man himself, creature and agent of a a malevolent Russian czar. So framed, Mr. Trump would always be the carrier of foreign contagion, of authoritarian. Remember, he is the Nazi. His followers are the Nazis. Remember this, guys. This wasn't too long ago. And he is seeking to, he was anti-democratic, seeking to infect the stainless purity of our democracy, as the article reads. So these are the comparisons of what we are seeing now. And was this part of the plan? I don't know. I don't think it was. And this is what I'm talking about. So here's the 10 indicators of what was going on in France in 1794 is what is happening now. The absence of Mr. Trump actually weakens weakens the woke forces in that it takes away their always fragile unity and puts them as the party in power under scrutiny and on the strategic defense. And what that means to me, ladies and gentlemen, as soon as Trump was out of the picture, what happened to the mainstream media? The ratings have tanked tremendously. They lost their lightning rod man, Donald Trump. Twitter, down the tubes. Facebook, down the tubes. Because they don't have the scapegoat anymore. The woke forces, their man that they could vilify and paint as the man, as the enemy, to further embolden their followers, the Democrats, the left, BLM, whoever it was, is now out of the picture uh, technically. We don't know what he's doing behind the scenes. We, it's all speculation. But now, now what do we see more than ever? We're seeing more of these things get exposed and they're more on the defense as far as the left. Number two, pushing to ram home their transformation agenda. The left's true motives and goals are everywhere exposed to view. And we are seeing this now, ladies and gentlemen. We saw it when Joe Biden decided to do knockout 60-something 60-something executive orders. We're seeing critical race theory everywhere. We are seeing LGBTQ shit all over the military. The woke agenda is here. None of this shit was rampant as much as it was when Trump was in office. But now, because we have Joe, Joe Biden, the fake president in there, it is out in the open. There is no reining this back now. Number three, in the face of widespread popular restiveness, And with a weak president and insufficient strength in Congress, the armies of woke do not have the power to follow through with real legislation. Moreover, multiple spending splurges promise to bring galloping inflation, inflation, the internal political killer. And guys, if you haven't noticed, if you haven't noticed, 
Inflation's going up. I think it's up 5%. You can't build a house right now because it's so damn expensive and it's going to get worse. That's what's happening. Number four, the lifting of COVID restrictions is in itself an unconfessed expression of weakness as blue forces wish to keep them enforced. Yet even more debilitating, a return to normalcy that involves less reflexive cow-towing to arbitrary blue power is itself a denigration of that power. We obviously do not need it. The once perpetual emergency is now lifted, and with it, the unlimited dispensation that crisis gives to state power. And guys, that is just a fancy way of saying the restrictions, the lockdowns are over. This new reset that these people want us to go into is no longer necessary. And what's the thing, guys? What do the Dems do to cheat? They get illegal immigrants. They get all these people that don't belong in this country to vote for them to push their policies because they know, they know they can't sit here. If they go into your house and drop these bills in, the, in your face, and be like, are you okay with this? Most people are going to be like, no, this is, bull- this is bullshit. How does this help me or my family in America first? It doesn't. And now there is a gigantic populist movement of MAGA, of America first, whatever you want to call it at this point. And they want, they know what, we know what our mission is now. We know what needs to be fixed. You cannot put that back in the bottle. And this is a weakening of their power. They can't go back. And we're going to skip five here. Number six, the shock troops. This one's important. The shock troops of woke remain uncontrollable and cannot be herded into less threatening legions. This is referring to BLM, Antifa. The larger woke agenda cannot be called back and will continue pushing ahead within America's elite institutions, government, media, academy, and corporations. This agenda cannot be made to look less threatening than the majority of modern conservative voters. Hence, red and old liberal will have plenty of recruiting material for an electoral Thermidorian reaction in 2022. Guys, they cannot, you can't make BLM and Antifa less lethal than they already were. It's out. We know what they are. And they're losing power day by day. That's what these things are talking about. They can't, depl- they're, they're in these democratic city stills and they're, they're, they'll destroy whatever they have to destroy. They're not going away 100%. But as far as media coverage, people getting behind them, uh, musicians getting behind them, all that shit's going on the wayside. And they can't rein it back. They can't make them less lethal than what they already are. And people are seeing it now for what it is. And this one's the hardest one for me, guys. Number seven, the American military is being hollowed out from within. And this is true. This is true. At a time when Chinese invasion of Taiwan is increasingly imminent. And this is why, guys, this is this is a hard one for me to say. Moreover, Mr. Biden has just acceded to Putin's uh, Nord Stream, which will only incentivize Russians bowling in Europe. The suggestion here, looming crisis have the potential to upset a delicate post-COVID domestic equilibrium. A weakened military and a weakened nation will be forced to yield to an ascending China over the future of Taiwan, and that will be the great defeat. And this is where I want to give uh, credit to the Lieutenant uh, Colonel Bree's dad out there. I know she's in the chat. This is important. He said he said that he he is predicting a humongous military defeat on a grand scale um, in a worldview of the U.S. military. And guys, I haven't seen that in my lifetime. The only closest thing that I could remember um, to our military suffering a defeat on a large scale was Vietnam. And this is why I'm saying, this is why I'm talking about the G7 summit. Not, I don't really see too many people talking about this. Biden's going to go in and get his uh, lunch eaten by, by, by Putin. 
Putin's going to do whatever he wants. He already told Putin he can have his pipeline. They started test. They start testing that tomorrow. And China, you think China is going to be pleased with uh, with with the new investigation of people snooping around their labs? Absolutely not. At any moment, why our woke military? We saw we saw the Chinese commercials. We saw the Russian commercials with the military. And then I showed you guys our our uh, the the uh, the army advertisement of the two lesbian women with the female um, doing her spiel. It was it was disgusting. It was horrible. Everyone saw it. Meanwhile, China don't want to pay corporate tax. China don't want to do anything with the Green Deal. We are getting our lives sucked out of us as far as our country. China getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Soldiers getting stronger and stronger. Military is growing. And you know what's going to happen? What's stopping China from going to Taiwan? They go into Taiwan. They invade it. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to look at Joe Biden in the United States and be like, do something about it. I dare you to. Go ahead and try something. What if our military goes in? We try to stop China and we get our asses kicked and we come, we come uh, flying back home with their tails between our legs. What is that going to say to the world, ladies and gentlemen? That's going to say the United States is not the top dog anymore. It's now China. I hope to God we are wrong about this. But this is why I'm saying we have to keep we have to pay attention. And as we come to a close here, number eight, anti-woke voices are rebelling and resisting, which is us. An American majority tells us they actively dislike political correctness. Parents vehemently protest at school board meetings. More and more voices, many of them from the liberal left, openly oppose the woke agenda on social media. A clear counter offensive, which we've been doing. We made Foxhole is a direct Direct middle finger to these people. Collapse of consensus support for BLM means that the brief power surge is over. Much breastfeeding the New York Times, blame evil forces. And on last one, evidence of a true Wuhan lab leak has the potential to wipe away what little residue of the people's trust in state and elite institutions actually remains. This is why I'm saying, guys, we are in for some great times and we are in some really bad times. And we don't know how that's going to manifest we don't know what Joe Biden's going to do. Is he going to be a quick trigger man and start a war with Russia and China? I don't know. All I do, all I do know is that everything that's uh, that's being shaken up here in our country, there's going to be there's already a rift. There's going to be a divide, and it's going to be on what reality do you want to live in? And you're going to have to decide that for yourselves. And I hope to God we are also wrong on what these vaccines are going to do to our loved ones who have taken it. And I hope to God we are wrong on that too. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. But, guys, I want you guys to see where this is going. Where is this going as far as us citizens with all this? I'm going to be talking more tomorrow about the, uh, I guess you could say, a hearing with Ray in Congress, which was an absolute embarrassment. This man, you cannot tell me he's a, he, he is for America by any means. He's a piece of shit. I want you guys to see the narrative being set up here. And this is why I'm, I'm really pretty decent at seeing things ahead of time. This is Eric Swalwell talking about an incoming storm, a coming storm of bad people that want to undermine democracy. And look what he's look look how he asked the question to Director Ray here. This is where they're going to be going with this. Watch this. Realm, uh, we are learning that this attack on the Capitol was not a 500-year storm. In fact, as we speak right now, there's a count going on in Arizona related to the 2020 election, where claims are being made that the outcome was fraudulent. The former president. Uh, is telling people uh, that he plans to be reinstated in August. And so you can see that uh, when you have those statements, that count, social media may be a place to look as far as intentions to try and reinstate the president. Knowing that a storm may be coming, uh, Director, what can we do 
uh, to make sure that an attack like that does not happen again. So uh, what we can do, uh, and we benefit very much from, is getting tips and leads about things that are on social media from... It's not really Ray's response that I wanted you guys to hear at all. It's the, it's the way Swalwell is saying this, as if there is an army of just violent extremists ready to go to war um, to implant Donald Trump. And again, this is why I keep saying this, this horse shit of Trump said he's going to be back in August never came from Trump. It's come from people like Patrick Byrne, Mike Lindell. People making predictions of when stuff's going to come out and Trump's going to have the power back. I cannot stand it. It does nothing for anybody. It's called date fagging. That's what that's called. And it does and it does no one anyone good. But he's at you guys remember the uh, the Blackhawks that were doing the military exercises in front of the White House that made zero sense. Um, they just landed on the front lawn and people were like, why the hell are Blackhawks flying around here? What are these people preparing to do? What are they preparing to do? Because I'm wondering, I was watching um, Adel's show, for Adel for, um, Anon, oh my God, Adel's show with Frank before, and they were talking that about 60, 19 out of 20 Democrats have gotten the, the vax, and about one out of two Republicans have gotten the vax, which made about like 60% of the population. Don't know how good those numbers are. They could be real. They could not, could be, I don't know. I didn't look at it myself. This is just what I heard. Are they gearing up to take out or get prepared to do something to the other 40% that aren't buying into the bullshit? That's what I'm wondering. Well, all this stuff's going on on the outside of our country. Are they preparing to do? We don't know yet. We don't know. But all I know is the sheep that are going to be herded to the, uh, to the slaughter, we will not be a part of that. We won't be there. The ones that have been begging for this, begging for masks, begging for censorship, they're going to be the first ones to realize they're going to be the first ones eaten alive. They will be the first ones eaten alive. And then they're going to look at us and be like, why didn't you help us? Why didn't you save us? And we're just going to shrug and be like, we told you. We told you. And it's too late for you now. Have fun. This is what you get for sucking up the mainstream media the narratives, and again, for not thinking on your own and for all the insults that you have made to us. I don't feel bad for people anymore. They've had enough time. They've had enough time. Because the people that are coming out against this vaccination, they're not anti-vax. A lot of these doctors that are coming out for these vaccinations, they're pro-vax. But you know what they don't like? They don't like seeing that children, 0.1% of of, of dying from this, Why so fast are we rushing to get these jabs that have not been tested into children's arms, let alone adults? Why so fast? And so many doctors that are pro-vax are asking this, and they're not taking it, and they're just like, none of this makes sense. There is something nefarious coming, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not trying to blackpill anybody. This is just the facts. And uh, Swalwell here, I just don't know. I just don't know anymore, and it is what it is. I really don't. So, guys... I hope, I hope you all walk away just a little bit more enlightened and a little bit more, um, a little bit more woke. And it's, it sucks as the days and weeks and months go on. The term woke is just not being used in a good way um, by any means. And it kills me. And one day, I don't know if I'm going to have to make a decision to change the show name. Um, what do you guys think? Do you guys want to continue to see this as woke societies or maybe something else? 
Give me one in the chat if you wanted the same two for something else. I would absolutely love to know. <clears throat> Let's get some donations here. My man Spaz Yeti with a with a very generous donation. Cash app or gold pills? Hmm. It's up to you, my friend. It's up to you. Cash app or gold pills is helping me out tremendously. But guys, this is the thing. I'm seeing ones, ones in the chat. Keep it. Keep it, keep it. I know. No, I can't. People make people have been making that suggestion for a long time. Making it make it awake societies. It just doesn't anymore. It do, that doesn't work. It don't work. I've never liked that. I don't like the way it flows. Bree says three evolve. That's a great answer. Great answer. Mystic Warrior two. Don't forget. Uh, Truth Pimp says don't forget that they remade the movie Red Dawn in China and made him rewrite it with Noah, <laughs> with uh, with North Korea as the bad guys instead of China. Yeah, they've been they they have China has been manipulating Hollywood and films for years, uh, and it's disgusting. Tom Ford with the two hundred seventeen gold pills. Thank you, my friend. Broke size because that's what I'll be if I don't sh- <laughs> shit shipped to Taiwan. If I don't get shit shipped to Taiwan quick. Yeah, my friend. That I really think is going to be a powder keg because that is going to ultimately force America's hand. And um, we're going to see if that prediction comes true, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to see. This is how we roll with the ship. Do you think the vaccines and blanket immunity is going to come back and bite Trump? That is a great question. This is how we roll. And this is why I'm saying I want you guys to see this. That is a, oh, I'm so glad you said that. Biden came out today um, out in England or wherever the hell he is. And he said, we are going to be the national distributor of these vaccines to the entire world, to the entire world, just like we did um, with something, something uh, pre uh, World War II. And the thing is, what if these vaccines come out and they mutated? Are they going to come back and be like, you see, Trump, Trump made these. And not only did it affect the people of this of this country, but you went and mass distributed it out to the entire world. And now all these people are sick. Is this going to incentivize other countries to want to do something bad to us? And China already came out and said today that anybody coming in them anymore, especially the United States that wants to um, investigate and they're going to go to war. They're looking for China is looking for a perfect excuse. And now they have this limp dick clown, Joe Biden at the helm with our woke military leaders. What, what better time? What better time, ladies and gentlemen? The people here are divided. The military is weakened. We have Joe Biden back to the old ways of siphoning money to all these programs, um, giving all the stimulus money out. And it's just mortgaging, mortgaging, mortgaging our kids' futures, our grandkids' futures. There it is. This is what's happening, guys. This is exactly what's happening. BTEC Vendetta with a can. Fuck that. We're taking it all back, Scott. Keep it woke. I I, I want to. I do believe that. There's got to be just as much bad. There has to be just as much good. And we have to. Uh, we have to. We have to focus on both guys and just be realistic here, and try not to speculate as much. But that is a, that was a great question. Do you think this is going to fall back on Trump? I don't know. I don't know because there's so many Dems now and so many of the mainstream media outlets that push the vaccine. Musicians push the vaccine. 
And speaking of that, guys, this is—I want you guys to see this. I also was watching. Um, was also watching this on Adol's show because we were talking about yesterday with um, with the Foo Fighters doing their only vaccinated uh, crowd um, show as their first show back in Madison Square Garden, which it makes me so sick. I Foo Fighters and then this band Offspring. We covered these songs in our band so many times. Uh, Brandy with a B with another cookie. Thank you so much. We're at 10,000 gold pills. Thank you guys for the generous love. You guys are amazing. Thank you for that. Look at the offspring. They put this out 11 weeks ago. Here it is. I know you guys know this song. Watch this. You gotta go get vaccinated. Offspring was a punk rock band. And usually punk back in those days, the 90s, you were anti-establishment, anti-any rule, anti-the norm. And yet, yet we have Foo Fighters, and I'm sure there's going to be more of these bands out there that are going to be cow-towing this bullshit. What choice do they have? They do have a choice. There's going to be some bands that aren't going to be dealing with this shit. And there's a bunch of musicians that have come out. The thing is, a lot of these big-time bands, they are tied to corporations. They're tied to big labels that have ties to other other bad people. And even, even um, Rage Against the Machine, they have cucked out, too. One of the, they were so influential um, growing up. They were as anti-establishment as you could get, and I never got to see them live. And they've cucked out, too. So which tells me it's like... I'm not going to take away like their experiences, their music they wrote, but now it's like, what people are you now? Are you the real people that made this music and believe in it? Or now are you just kowtowing for money and to, so you can continue to do your, your work and your shows, which is pretty fucking pathetic. Look what Tom McDonald's doing. Tom McDonald is crushing it right now. And he has zero labels. He's doing it with his girlfriend and some of his friends and they are killing it. They're making tons of money, hitting the top of the charts. And he is literally spitting in the face of the music industry. You know what kind of crowds he's going to pull when he starts getting out there and performing? He is going, he's not, he doesn't need the music industry. And he's proving that right now. That's why I'm saying they're everything. Guys, everything is fragmenting. Everything is fragmenting right now. And you're going to have to decide which reality you want to, you want to live in. And what we're going to, what we'll be left with. I don't know. Awaken Patriots said, I got to find you somewhere else. I can't hear you. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that's about. <laughs> that's on your side. That's on your side. Audio is 5-5 five, five over here. Let's go back to the foxhole chat here. Wise Mama Bear with the phone. This should put you to 11K. Thank you, Wise Mama Bear. You're the best. Heather July 16th with a cookie. Jedi Patriot says, funny how the old anti-establishment are the ones peddling the man's bullshit. Yes. And the thing is, guys, these vaccinated concerts, you're not going to be pulling in money and, and numbers like you were before. Everything's going to be limited. Everything's going to be cut down. So really, what are you selling your soul for? Because people like me that, that bought these albums, um, played your music, I'm never going to forget what you what you are, what you stand for, your actions. Because your actions, what we're seeing now is just nothing but trash. So, I don't know. 
Friggin' nuts with the can says, here's mine. Thank you so much, friggin' nuts. You're the best. This is how we roll. The ship evolved societies because we have evolved into something better or not fake new societies. Evolved societies is not bad. That's not bad. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to think about it. I will have to think about it. But we'll see, guys. We're going to hang out for another 10 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to hang out here in the chat, guys. Drop any questions, anything you want. And then we're going to do the scratch-offs and the chest um, for Foxhole and DLive. So you don't want to you don't want to miss that, guys. You don't want to miss um, any of those gold pills. Very good. Counter Girl says, hi, I'm over here now and I can hear you. There you go, Country Girl, 007. There you go. I don't know. Maybe Twitch was uh, fucking with your stream. I don't know. But, guys... Before you head on out, too, don't forget, you guys can go to WokeSocieties.com. Check out my store. We have plenty of amazing merch. High Societies, Team Wings, Team Tacos. We got to get rid of these Potato Head shirts. They ain't selling anymore. Truth Eagles Hate Speech, Woke Societies, Drunk Societies merch, Stay Woke, Obamagate, Defund the Media, Trump won. These beautiful coffee mugs. Absolutely love them. Beer, uh, beer glasses, water bottles, hats. It is all there. All beautiful stuff. And all that. Great way to continue to support the show. Let me just check Cash App real quick. I want to make sure I've not missed anything. So, guys, I woke up this morning, and I go outside, and I go to my truck, and my fucking... There's a... I have a flat. I have a flat on the back uh, right rear tire. I don't know... Uh, I don't know if, I, if there was a nail that was running. I have no idea, but I was just like... I just put my head in my forehead. I, I put my hand on my forehead. I'm like, God, why does this stuff always happen at the worst times? We're expecting this baby any day now, so I had to get a tow truck to tow it out of the uh, out of the driveway today, and I should have it back tomorrow. I'm just praying to God this baby doesn't come tomorrow. <laughs> there is so much stuff um, that's going on behind the scenes, guys, that we're doing for the show, um, and obviously everyone knows little little baby woke's coming, and all that good stuff. Jedi Patriot, have you ever heard of Rumble? There are a lot of new creators over there. Yeah, Jedi Patriot, I stream there right now. I'm streaming on Rumble right now. Very good. <laughs> Blowfish with the uh, beer uh, beer emojis. I love it. Thanks, Bree. Uh, Mike Montana with the shades. Great show, Scott. Never give up or comply. Not on this channel. Not on this channel. What else we got here? Uh, Carrie Lakes is quite frankly or DrTenPenny.com. I know uh, I heard that um, interview was great. I have to go back and watch it. Base Societies. I like that one. Base Societies. I like that. That was good. I like that for sure. Base societies. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's actually a good one. Glenn MS. You don't know how to change a tire. Glenn MS. It's not even that. I don't have a jack to get uh, for a truck. I don't have a jack to lift the truck up. It's not that I can't change a tire. I know how to change a tire. I don't have a jack that uh, that's suitable for a truck. I just don't have one. So the tow was free though with my insurance. That was nice. County Girl 007 says, Rumble streams, they do. They rolled it out, but you got to pay for it, which is which is kind of pisses me off. But I, I'm testing it. It's not bad. Um, eventually, though, it'll be most mostly on Foxhole because that's this is our platform that I'm tied to. Society's evolved. That's not bad. That is not bad. The thing is, you could, you could attach any, almost any word and keep society. So that's what I, that's my intention. That's what I would like to do. PQuest for the jack, <laughs> thank you, my friend. I haven't had any problems with tires on this truck since I bought it. It's been three years, so it was time. I need to get all new tires on it anyways. So, you know, it is what it is. It just, you know, it was time. 
Country Girl 007, so we'll get some merch for sure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Guys, a couple more minutes, and we will do this scratch-off. You don't want to miss it. And thank you guys for the generous donations over on Foxhole and all that. Foxhole is going to be the mainframe yet. Yes, Day Tripper, that is the goal, and that's exactly what's happening. And we are going to be pushing a full-on marketing campaign to get people over to Foxhole without a doubt. Let's see what's going on with our D-Live fam. My truck came with a jack. Yeah, mine didn't because it's an 07. <laughs> I bought this truck used with great mileage on it. It was it had 57,000 miles on it. Um, 2007, it was garage kept. I had to buy it. I was doing... I was doing my wood stuff. I ran, guys. If you didn't know this, I did. I I made uh, river tables before I did woke societies as my as like my hobby. I made river tables, and the name of my little side business was called Woodfellas. And I needed to, when I was working with slabs of really nice quality wood, I needed a truck to carry it around. So I traded in my. I had a Subaru at the time, um, some like four door Subaru. I hated it. It was it was okay. It, it was nice when I bought it, but I bought my truck. And for the wood business. And then I started doing woke societies and the rest is history. Steven Ty Turner with the diamond says taco societies. You got robbed. Bro. Every car comes at least a scissor jack. Yeah, well, whether the truck had a jack or not, man, for the price that I got it for, it was, it was, it was a no brainer in the mileage. No, I've had almost no problems with it. And, um, one of the best car, one of the best uh, car deals that I made. In my life, so let's see what's going on over here. Back to Foxhole, guys. Two more minutes, and we will get on out of here. Want to make sure I have not missed anything. Glenn MS with a cookie. Thank you so much. We're almost at fifteen thousand. Thank you guys so much for the donations. You guys are crushing it. So many good things here. Oh, yes, yeah, what I was trying to find. I was trying to find my church music. Woke Fellowship. Well, there you go. Here's some amazing grace. I love this song. We'll just play in the background. Smoke societies, multiple meetings, smoke and mirrors, etc. You guys are dropping some good names here. Let's see. Brandy with the B. Oh my God. River tables. Do you still do it? I don't, Brandy. I don't. Um, but I'm, I made some beautiful, beautiful pieces. I'll have to show you guys one day. Uh, what, what I mean, I used to make bar, uh, I made bars I made living room tables. I made dining room tables. I mean, these things these things were massive. Um, and I learned how to do it with the help of my pastor at the time and also learning from um, YouTube videos. Stone, it was stone coat, stone coat countertops. That's, I watch these videos. I'm like, damn, I got to make these videos. I have one of my, the first one I ever made is in my living room right now. It's a beautiful pine river table with this nice blue aqua um, epoxy running through the middle of it. I made cutting boards. I made all this crazy stuff. So just something to do on the side while I hated my life living in the matrix. That's what I did. And um, I'll show you guys what I'm talking about. I'll show you guys what a river table is. Little man's been little man's out. So guys, I used to make stuff like this. These are uh, river tables. And this kind of looks like the one that I have. Um, in my living room, but I used to, uh, this is what I used to make, um, as I said, uh, good side money and people love this stuff, but this is what I used to make. I can still make these now. It's just, I, I have too much other stuff to do, but yeah, these are what, uh, these are river tables and you can absolutely, you can go as crazy as big as much as you want. 
And uh, yeah, woodworking, working with your hands, it's fun. It's good times. I absolutely love it. And what else do we got? We got more go pills here. Are you on your Facebook page? No, it's actually, still it's still up. Oh shit! Give me a. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Who are these? Oh, okay, hold on. It is still up. I forgot about this. Yeah, guys, I'll show you. Uh, this is my old uh, page here. I'll show you. So this is actually, yeah, I, this is, I made this one. This is, I forgot what kind of wood this is. It starts with an E. Can't remember the name of it. But yeah, this is one of the tables that I made. And what else we got? This was a kitchen table that I made. This was, uh, this was, this thing was massive. Absolutely massive. And this thing was a monster circle table that I that I made here. I burned this one. There's videos here. These are the cutting boards. So guys, I used to electrocute wood too. Those are real burn marks from an electricity machine that I ran through the wood. And then I epoxied it over. So these are all just the uh, really, really cool, cool stuff that I used to make. And this is what I, this is what I was doing before um, Woke Societies. And this is here. You guys can see the whole video here of when I was shocking the wood. Um, yeah, I remember this. I haven't watched, I didn't think, I totally forgot this was up. But yeah, you guys can see, I was, this is how I was doing it. Really cool, cool stuff. So yeah, guys, I used this what I was doing beforehand. And uh, this is one of my favorite pictures. This is, uh, oh, eucalyptus wood. This is what this was. I had this ordered from another state. So yeah, guys, this is what I did. But anyways, let do let's do the scratch off so we can get on out of here today. Hope you guys are all ready for it. Let's get my cool arcade scratch off music ready to go. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. We had a great time. Almost at 15,000 15, gold pills tonight. I'm good with it. You guys crushed it. I feel like everybody dropped their allowances for the month in the first two weeks on gold pills and everyone, everybody ran out. Everybody just ran out. So let me get back to uh, Foxhole here. And of course, guys, I will not forget your chest over on DLive. Three, two, one, the lotto is released. Go for it, guys. Do the scratch offs. The dance, buddy. <laughs> Share with them with a can. Thank you so much. Guys, go for the uh, gold pills. They're all ready to go. B-Tech Vendetta with a can. I want to start a river table company and gift all my favorite podcasters a desk. B-Tech Vendetta, you can make a lot of money doing it. It's not a bad side biz. It's not a bad side biz. And this is the best part about the uh, gold pills. You can see who all the lurkers are. So I know who's in the chats. Gold pills for everybody. Let's do it. Jedi Patriot says, thank you again for another epic show. Keep up the great work. Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we hit 15,000. Beautiful. Awesome. Do you, S333. A guy from our city died of electrocution doing that stuff. You want to know why, my friend? Because he probably used a, um, a transformer from a microwave or something. The machine that I got was specifically made to do what I was doing 
and there were plenty. There, if you go on YouTube, you can make your own. You can make your own machines, but I do not recommend it unless you are really proficient with um, electronics. Because um, there's a lot of people online that made these things from microwave transformers, and they killed themselves. So don't worry, though. The one that I have is literally... I could teach a little man how to use it with, uh, with proper instructions. So beautiful. All right, guys. That's going to be it for tonight, guys. You know where to find me tomorrow on Lunch Societies at 2.30 east, uh, two thirty p.m. Eastern. And we're going to be talking about Ray. We're going to be talking some aliens. And we're going to be talking about whatever else breaks tomorrow. So it's all going to be there, guys. Check out uh, Gab. Check out Telegram. Follow me on BitChute. Follow me on Rumble. All these great places. And make sure you hit the bell on Foxhole to get notifications when we go live, guys. Thank you for the gold pills. Stay safe. Stay strong. And stay woke. Good night, everybody.